Hey, good morning, good morning, everyone. I'm going to say good morning. Um, it still hasn't been a, a change in the uh, universe on what I was saying yesterday, but I'm going to try to give you some inspiring things to look forward to anyway because of uh, the factions that we have here in Pittsburgh. <clears throat> Art Rooney and um, all its cronies are being rounded up as far as being extorters and um, organized crammers and um, being people that are uh, undesirables in the society that we live in and causing a lot of the demonic uh, problems that we have in our society with the extortion and organized crime and racketeering. Uh, his uh, forces have been dwindled down to size. He's still trying to, you know, go into my money card and with Dr. Dre and uh, Snoop Dogg and all that bullshit. You know, um, they're still trying to hang around and cause a problem. But um, we know uh, Money Card, they know uh, Walmart, they know they have to, you know, comply or they will be considered the demon and they will not get any good out of this deal. And they will be left into all the corruption and organized crime problems that they have as far as racketeering. You know, my investigations are very thorough. When I do pick, uh, you, know, uh, uh, you know, a person that I, you know, designate as a, a problematic person in an investigation, I kind of stick to it because I see that that person like Art Rooney is stuck on stupid. He's an old goat with an old playbook that he just keeps playing from that he keeps getting caught with. You know what I mean? You ever see a person like that? They're stuck on stupid and they just keep doing the stupidest ass things over and over again, thinking they can reason their way out, you know, with talking about we got to get some bad in order for us to get Michael Dean in. But the thing about it is, is the point is, my name is Michael J. Dane. And then another thing is, how can you keep getting some bad, uh, you know, trying to keep getting some bad on me when every time you try to do it, it reflects on you because you're in there saying you're Michael Dane. See, this is how hateful these Irish is. These, uh, uh, you know, um, uh, Sicilians and Italians are and um, Greeks because they just be stuck on stupid on the fact and try to get me in trouble. How can you get me in trouble when you're in there saying you're me, but you're in there trashing me out? So that reflects on you, doesn't it? See, this is how stupid you are. See, in order for you to get any good, you had to validate me good, but you hate me so much. And I'm going to you know, jump on the fact of uh, Glennie Martin. Um, all she had to do was just be good by treating me good. You know, um, you know, I don't know what the suggestions to make to, you know, to treat people good. Because if you have to tell somebody how to be good to you, then it takes a lot from them being good for you, good to you. You know what I'm saying? So all she had to do was just be good by me and just leave those crackers alone because they can't get her out of trouble. The only thing they're getting her in is in more trouble, you know, trying to you know, make that lifestyle that she created for herself exist. You built all of that stuff up on me paying for it. So wouldn't you, wouldn't it be smarter for you to come to the person that you've been taking from to try to uh, bear your soul and get some type of understanding that you were in between a rock and a hard place? You know, it would seem like you would be smart enough, a smart enough woman to figure that part out. But we know that you're just uh, despicable as far as how you do. You're black hearted. And you're hateful because you stayed in there and you hated, hated me with those white folks that was hateful. All you had to do was put your black back on and come back to me and address yourself as a woman, as a black woman making a mistake by following the white people that were stealing my money 
and they were coaxing you to try to do something because you were one of the females that were in my life at one time. When I seen you yesterday with your, you know, your boyfriend or whatever, I wasn't jealous at the fact of anything like that. Shit, we haven't been around each other in years. So I know you have somebody, but the point is, is don't, you came around me acting like you didn't. You know what I'm saying? And that's what gets men in trouble. You know, the swinging dicks, we get in trouble with females like you because you be saying you don't have nobody and you got men out there that's jealous because you're out there doing your thing. You know what I'm saying? I'm not jealous. I'm just really trying to get back familiar with you because we haven't been around each other for 42 years. And, you know, you keep lying and saying that I'm a despicable person, but you need me to pay for your lifestyle, your truck, your your rent, your bills. You fueled all of that on my money. So therefore, I own you on that. I own the truck. I own you. Because you have to pay me back. So how are you going to pay me back? Trying to go to the crackers and pay me back? Who They are the ones who got you in trouble, Glennie. All you got to do is fess up and come clean with me and stop playing a game. Quit listening to Hoots because she's a stupid-ass hater, player that, that, you know, hater woman that hates men. She's a man-hater. I don't know her, her last relationship. I heard it was kind of rocky. I know the guy. And I know he's not going to take any nonsense from her. So if he, if she's, do, if she was doing anything like what she was doing, what she's doing to me, to him, I see why she had a rocky relationship in a marriage. You know what I'm saying? You know she, you know people do things and they don't understand that people are watching them from their glass house. They're on the outside looking in. See, when you threw me on the outside, I was on the outside of your glass house. You wasn't covered up. You hid, but you wasn't covered up. We seen everything because you kept bringing me in there for stupid ass nonsense, Kim. Trying to get extortion with the common pleas. And they told you to quit bringing me down that motherfucker. Because it's trouble because you know how I'm going to react. I'm going to react like a reactor, a nuclear reactor on your fucking ass. You bring me in there, you lie, and then I come back out and put you and judge you in the uh, judge uh, the court of public opinion. Every time, every time you bring me in there for nonsense, I'm coming in there on July 7th, but I'm not going to have a, a public defender because I won't, I don't need one. This should be dismissed because by that time you'll be in jail and all of your people that's involved will be in jail too. See, while you playing games, I'm mounting evidence against you, Hoots. You've been, a, you've been a, an extorter for Art Rooney and an organized crime racketeer for Art Rooney for years, extorting the black people and extorting my money out of the black neighborhood. The NAACP's money is my money because they used my black to collect that money for years. And they owe the black community some money, too, because the simple fact is they promised the blacks that they would pay them out of that black. But what they did was they sold the black community out to the white community, Art Rooney and everything like that, and told them they had to get their money there. And um Cube and all those people, um, Snoop Dogg and Dr. Dre, they took their blackness and used it in Hollywood and gave the whites the black, gave the whites their white because the whites were told them they don't want the black here and they don't want the white here. Well, they weren't supposed to have neither one, but they they divvied it up and made it up to be that way. They said they didn't want the money here. They wanted it out the community because if it stayed here, I had a chance of getting it back. 
because the blacks might have got weak and threw in with me. So they sent all of the money that I was supposed to get out of the neighborhood and put it in Dr. Dre's hands and the whites outside of the uh, uh, Pennsylvania and just to keep me from getting it back. So that means that the whites didn't love Pennsylvania, they didn't love, they didn't love Pittsburgh, and they didn't love Philadelphia. Because they took the black man's money and gave it to another state to run near uh, metropolitan. See, the uh, Commonwealth got taken because they gave the money to Snoop Dogg and Dr. Dre to play with and an extortion, extortion with them. And, <coughs> uh, excuse me, Philadelphia did the same thing. So that meant uh, that the, these were the whites. They would rather see the money go out the state because they know if the blacks get to playing around with it, they would probably be getting back to me because they know that it was mine and that would be a serious power move and control for them to get back in control because they know that I always told them that if I get it, you know you got it. I will contribute something to the black community to help them keep some money in their pockets, especially the brothers that I see standing around you know, uh, these stores and they have to, you know, fend for money because these women were in there with the cops snitching on the brothers and keeping them in trouble for extortion. Me, what, leading the pack. So, I mean, in fact, the women were in there snitching, like, you know, uh, to keep the, you know, the uh, uh, law enforcement appeased because the law enforcement were on the take. And they were taking any money that they can get any way, any shape, any how. We need to have, you know, uh, the police being policed by internal affairs. And that way we'll be able to have someone to equalize their crimes while they're working as cops. And make them focus on protecting and serving instead of serving themselves and not protecting. They had... Uh, sexual allegations in those uh, extortion rings because when the women couldn't pay the money for the extortion, they took the sex. So in fact, you know, they have uh, sexual assault charges and, uh, you know, rape charges and uh, different uh, uh, sexual assault, sexual harassment charges against them. And that's what I was trying to do to the women and trying to tell them, look, you know you don't have the money in there because those cops said they would protect you, but they was just extorting you to the degree that they can have you come to them and give your soul to them and open up your temple and let them have you. See, the sisters got to start looking at the fact that they have been taken. You think that the babysitting jobs were doing you uh, good, but the babysitting jobs, they kept that for you, but they had to have me pay for it because they wasn't willing to pay for it, and Dr. Dre wasn't willing to pay for it either. And the government wasn't willing to pay for it. They had me paying for all that. That's where my money was going. They had it chalked it up from the government off and, um, you know, extortion fees. You know what I'm saying? That's the reason why the online stores wouldn't send me my money directly to my account because they were extorters too. And so was Money Card. Money Card and Walmart. Green Dot. If you do not get my account straight and get my money straight, you're a part of this indictment. And you better stop letting people extort my money as well as yourself and put it on my account. 
I own you. My, my family owns those businesses. We own that business. You know who my family is? And we own those businesses and, and they have jobs that they have to do to take over those businesses because you, if you cannot pay me back the money from all the years you've been extorting me, then we, you have to give up the business. So we own, all, we own Walmart, we own MoneyCard, and we own Green Dot. So you can play around with my apps all you want to, but your ass is mine. I own you just as well as the United States funded the federal debt with my money and paid the national debt with my money with China. China doesn't have anything to lose now. They have everything to gain. Beijing has a lot to gain by telling the truth. Maybe you might get some angel demon. My demon is a tormentor demon. He works for God. He steers, he steers back the flock to him when they go astray. He's not a tormenting demon for Lucifer. He is a demon to destroy Lucifer because when the, when the power shift, I'll tell you the biblical story real quick. When, when I shifted the power and deciphered the angels and demons, there were demons that were caught up that when they got casted from hell, casted from heaven to hell by God fighting the holy war in the skies with the angels, there were angels that didn't want to go with Lucifer. But they were on his side, so he took the forces with him and they became fallen angels. Demons, but still had angel sympathy. So they're a little bit both. So what does a brother do? Does he just cast them out and say, when they, you know, say to him, they love the Lord, but, you know, Lucifer has a hold on them, you know, for their uh, bipolar side. And they have a little bit of both in them because the simple fact they know that they want to be good angels. But the demonic side that Lucifer had to hold on them took control. So what does a brother do? Well, God says anyone that wants to, uh, you know, be in his presence, give them a chance. So I gave the demon a chance and the demon is doing well. He's doing real well. The tormenting demon is employed by God to protect the flock because he's a protector of the flock. And also he has some, uh, you know, archangel abilities too in him to be something good as well. His demon side is used to protect. He has to get angry sometime against the demonic forces of Lucifer that still linger around trying to cause society a problem. So this is the angels versus the demons. We have demons as well, but they are employed by God. And we have our archangels that are, the, the, you know, vicious, you know, archangel killers that do destroy the demon as well for Lucifer. So we have uh, the best of the both worlds on doing things. And, um, you know, I... I shift the morph because the simple fact is that God gave me the ability to, but I'm extending the ordained, the ordained ship to my understudies and my lieutenants and people that deem themselves to want to be uh, angel um, slash tormenting demons to destroy the demon of Lucifer. So they have to put in work. You know, uh, some of it's good, some of it's not so good. But we're not out of control with it. We still are under God's law, and this is the angels. But we're working together. Do you understand? So I want my family in um, 
a lot of ways like you know the bloods the crips uh paru and the crips you know to try to um you know uh, you know reconcile your your differences between the past we both lost a lot of people on both sides but i consider family on the both on both sides you know I, and, and we both on both sides have had losses with family and i don't want to see the brothers killing the brothers anymore because the sisters killed us out with the cops you know what i'm saying so why should we be out here fighting for something that you know we pretty much have a hold on anyway and we can share together and prosper more that way because we can split the pot together you have to understand the Mex the Mex mexicans they had a, a pretty uh, strong uh, family um, um, multiplying in California and the SAs were taking over as far as the gangs. And then we've seen the Greek gangs and the Irish gangs and the Italian gangs. They tried to um, rise and be a force against us. So you figure when the colors of the red and blue uh, Crips and Bloods um, merging, that would kind of minimize a lot of problems and they would have a stronger force knowing that black will not kill black no more. If black gets killed, it's by another force, another culture that's trying to move in on our territory or make a point. So if anybody's going to do any killing, it's going to be us. Because we're not having people kill black. Because black's not killing black. See, the reason why the whites wanted to have them fight in war that would give them the chance to emulate the fact, well, you're killing yourself so we can kill you too. See, that's how they do. See, in these, in these uh, extortion uh, uh, moves that they make, even with the women, they show the women, they teach the women to do um, their black men bad and do their black women bad and do their black community bad. And then they turn around and they say, you know, well, you know, if they do something, then if you say something to them, you might say, well, why did you do that? Well, you did it. You did it to your black people. See, they're emulating you on what you do to your people. So listen, black people, if you treat your people good and minorities as well, if you treat your people good, stop preying on your people in society. The white Caucasian races know that when they come to you, they would have to treat you the same. But if they see that you're persecuting each other, murdering each other, killing each other, calling our women that are trying to be black queens, uh, whores, and all types of filthy names, then they know that they can do that too. But if you don't do that, in public you treat your woman with respect, and in republic she treats your, you know, her man and respect, whether it's her man or not, or his woman, She's a black woman. He's a black man. Treat him with respect in public. The whites will have to do the same, too, because they see that you're respecting each other. Do you understand the concept? They just watch and emulate what you do to each other in order for them to do what they want to do to you. You understand this heavyweight conversation that I'm talking to you, blacks and minorities? Treat your people right in front of those people. And that no matter what beef you have, settle it behind closed doors and settle it quietly. Have a discussion and talk. Sit down, have a beer, have a drink, smoke, whatever you do, and just settle it that way. That way, the whites won't have nothing to say, well, you know, you're doing it to each other. We can do it to you, too. You understand? It makes a lot of sense. It's common sense to do right by your people because that goes a long way. Because whites that are prejudiced see 
that you're doing your people right. They wouldn't have been able to infiltrate me if it wasn't for my family. My family was hating and they had extortion going. So it was an easy way for them to ease on in. But they brought the Jim Crow with them and told them, well, in order for you to be in our extortion, you have to hate your family member. That should have been a red flag right there. But they took the deal because they took the money. And I'm still not forgiving them on that yet. They have to show me forgiveness. I want my money back. You have to come here and give me my money. Because if you don't, the, listen, they're going to take it. The government's going to take it because they're going to say, we paid them back, so now you got to pay us. Would you rather be extorted by the government or would you rather pay me? Everything for the last 24 years, you owe me. See, I was telling Daniel to give me a payment plan every month, you know, to... Uh, you know, to uh, do a play payment plan every month. It's not extortion, it's restitution. Would you rather pay me back or pay the government back after they pay me? They have to pay me anyway. They have so much damage, but they'll try to include your payments in as well to try to get extortion back from you because they'll say they paid me for, for you. So would you rather for you to come and pay me back on payments every month until you pay me back I know how much you, 42 years you've been taking your operations have a lot of money that you've uh, stolen and a distribution of my music so would you rather pay me back yourself and minimize the government problem and have your receipts saying that I'm paying my cousin back every month I'm sending him five six hundred dollars or a stack or whatever you're sending me till you pay me off the more you send me the, the quicker you pay me off for those 24 years that Obama took charge and took the money from you, from me, and you were able to prosper from it. See, there's a way out, but that minimizes your crime too because you've uh, agreed to uh, settle the differences with paying back the restitution. See, I can take you to the Prothornary office and put you on the books and you won't be able to get no credit. You won't be able to get no more cars, no more houses, no more nothing. But I'm giving you the chance to be right by a black man by you trying to get back being black yourself, woman and man. You understand the heavyweight shit that you're in, that you're you're dealing with a, a person that knows finances, that has the financial plan for the government and for the community as well. Because if you don't listen to me and listen to me cl clearly, you'll be able to pay me back. And start the restitution, because if you don't. You won't get any deals like everybody else. Everyone I'm dealing with, they know to pay me back. So the bandwidth deal that I offer people instead of the extortion deal is a two for one deal. I'm basically paying you to not steal from me. So the government would have to pay me and give me that dollar for a dollar money. That's the only way it'll work because that's the only way you'll get a dollar for a dollar from me. You understand? See, I have, I have, we, the mercenaries, we come with triage in the field. When we do damage, we repair too. We have our, you know, uh, mercenaries, um, Corps of Engineers, and uh, our medical team, our financial team as well, ready to uh, heal and do all types of things that are not traditional 
like the pharmaceutical companies want you to do and go take medicines. I could have gave uh, Patrick Swayze a chance to live a little longer, but the government and Dr. Dre wanted him dead for his estates and his uh, properties that he had because, you know, they all were an extortion. Just like um, when uh, the Queen of Soul passed away, they had a big controversy and James Brown, they had a controversy about them and they said, well, why, you know, didn't they have any type of uh, will or anything like that? And um, the Queen of Soul, she said, I don't need a will because the simple fact is you all have me in extortion anyway. You're going to divvy it up anyway. But legally, the, the lawyers didn't want it to be like that because the lawyers wanted to divvy it up themselves. But they didn't have power attorney because um, she and James Brown didn't have a will. And it's a shame James Brown stayed out of the ground for a week, for months, you know, while they settled that case with his family fighting over his money with the extorters. And they came to some type of an extortion agreement, but it wasn't the same as the family acquiring the money that they should have get, gotten out of the deal. And it's a shame that Stan Lee, a genius, a cartoon genius that made a lot of money with his uh, ability to do the, you know, uh, animation with uh, the X-Men and all those different people making the on-screen movies for the big screen. But he's, he's had to sell his soul to Hollywood and Disney in order for him to even do these things. That's the reason why I didn't go to Hollywood for anything because I would have had to sell my soul with my masters on everything that I had. And they would have told me, go over there and sit down, I'll get to you when I you know, want you for something or some more material. Because you're in a Hollywood contract that's an extortionist contract and it's a lifetime deal that Dr. Dre, he uh, spins off and gets people into Hollywood deals because him and Cube really controlled the Hollywood scene because of extortion. So that's the reason why the producer, producers like, uh, you know, Mr. Eastwood and um, Stephen King really didn't mess with Hollywood. And even, um, I'm not hating him, even Mr. Spielberg, they didn't want to mess with Hollywood. And Spielberg was really smart. What he did was he broke off from the Hollywood scene and became an independent contractor with DreamWorks. They didn't want to mess with him because they couldn't get him under contract with them. He would do independent contracting, and that was the best thing to do, be independent. They hate independence because they can't assimilate them into their extortion and their organized crime. Um, Tyler Perry, he was, back in the day, he was smart. He got away when uh, he was trying to manifest his Medea character. What happened was he went to Hollywood and uh, he told him about his idea. They said, oh, it's been done already. Flip Wilson, Mrs. Doubtfire, Tootsie, you know. Well, you're not gonna really do too good about that. We've done it already. So get, let us get it cheap. You know what I'm saying? They didn't want to give him his billing or what his worth was about it. And they denied him when he didn't cave in to their prices. I'm trying to get a little something on this morning to munch on, so. Potato chips, potato chips, uh, garlic uh, potato chips uh, is the uh, breakfast of champions. But at uh, any rate, um, they um, told him it's been done already. 
Okay, on the black end, Flip Wilson. And on the white end, Tootsie and Mrs. Doubtfire. So we have that, uh, you know, already. We're not ready for that again. But you can give it to us if you want in the, uh, at this price. So, <coughs> Mr. Perry knew that they was trying to buy him cheap. And just suck it up for nothing. In other words, in other words, they were trying to beat him. So he went back out into the community and he solicited people from the black community like Wesley Snipes. You know, a lot of the other stars, the black stars that, you know, had money to invest into his uh, Medea character. And it was very successful because they put the money out on him because they know that he had the know-how and the smarts to do this and the production to do it. <coughs> See, that's another thing Hollywood didn't like. He had his own production. He didn't have to use theirs. So, when he did that, when he did that, he went out and he did another thing that was very smart. He started putting his uh, DVDs out on uh, uh, on cassettes first. It was back when they was cassettes. Um, he started putting them out and he bypassed the box office and he went straight to the uh, online and started selling them on the, on the, on the, in the online stores. So again, Hollywood was scorned because they couldn't get no box office extortion because all the box office do is extort you. You make, you make way more than what they say you make on those millions because they take millions and say, well, you know, we had to collect your stuff and blah, 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 your money, blah, 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 blah. Yada, yada, yada. So, it was a hit. The black community loved it. He took Storm and California first because, you know, I was talking to a, a female from Vallejo, California. She was an extortionist, but after a while, she got what she wanted and she acted like she didn't know me. You know how extortioners do. When I seen her online, you know. So, phony people, you know what I mean? So, <clears throat> it was a hit, you know what I'm saying, uh, out in California, so it spread throughout the nation because blacks, when they see blacks in you know, comedy and different things like that, they take to it right away. Just like um, uh, Black Panther, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Warner Brothers, they exploited the blacks on that movie because uh, <clears throat> the brother in the movie, I could have helped the brother they got the brother sick with cancer and said that he was dying because of the reasons that they said. And plus, you know, he had to do some uncompromising things with the, you know, uh, you know, uh, executive to get to where he's at. So they infected him with the uh, cancer, but we know that it was something else that he, uh, uh, you know, got from some of the executives. But the point is, is I had the cures for him. The herbs, you know, that you know naturally take instead of uh, the pharmaceutical company telling you to take their gobbledygook that's going to end up killing you anyway, just to get your money. 
I don't give a fuck if they're mad at me because the simple fact is, you know, I'm mad at them because they were behind killing my mother. So, you know, their organization will not survive from the top to the bottom. They've told us lies before in the past and um, I've corrected them. They, they're mad at, mad at me about it and they put that shit out with the government that killing shit that killed my mother. That Korean nurse shot her up with shit when I told her that we have religious beliefs. Don't touch her with any medicine shooting her up. But she did anyway. So that's the reason why the European see here in Pittsburgh has, um, you know, murder charges as far as I'm concerned with my mother because I told their nurse not to do anything and shoot her up. And she disobeyed my orders. Saying that the common pleas has guardianship so they can kill her. That they said the order came from the White House and Obama and Biden. And Art Rudy, he was egging it on because the simple fact he was mad because I said some things about him being an Irishman and being a piece of shit, which he is. He murdered my mother. So I have all these charges against them as far as in the public opinion, a court of public opinion. And these are my memoirs and my depositions. When I do my podcast, you can go right to them and just pick what you want to listen to and hear what I'm saying. If I come in court, it's going to cost you a whole lot more. That's the reason why I can't understand why Kim Hoots here in Wilkinsburg keep trying to bring me in court about Ross Perman when she knows there is no Ross Perman. And Ty knows he has big time leverage to get himself out of trouble and Cardwell by telling the truth. Now you're on the right side. And plus, you're getting your ass out of trouble. I, Grady knows that Fred Sanford don't want black-on-black crime because Grady knows that Fred Sanford does not want to fight him and give these whiteies a a show. We're too old. We might break something and get, you know, you we hard to men. You know what I'm saying? So I'm giving you some leverage and I'm giving you some ammunition to go against the whitey. Now, Tyrone... And Caldwell, especially, you can take down the sheriff department that always had you coming to do shit that was against the law. And they were the law. So in other words, they were saying they were above the law. And they had you operating the same way. You have people to blame. I was in the court defending my mother. And I believe it was a calling on, on, this, on the court. And my mother, she, she didn't finish school. So she wasn't a good speaker when she got older. But when she was younger, she was a much more better speaker than she was. So I tried to speak for my mother and they muted me. I was her biggest witness. O'Connell muted me and said, well, you're not an attorney. It's not that I was trying to be attorney. I'm, be <coughs> I'm her witness to what happened. She wouldn't allow me to put that on the court's docket as far as the uh, stenographer. She muted me, just like Hoots muted me in her court when she wasn't there and she had Cooper there. They muted me. They didn't want me to tell them about, put on the record about uh, uh, Joe Smalls being the one in her line talking about Ross Perlman when the Ross Perlman character was a fictitious person that Nino went out to Scottsdale and made up a phony post office address for the courts, Joe Smalls and Hoots.
so they can try to take the property that I own that Joe Smalls used my royalties and money to buy all over the world, including here, including the house my mother was living in. My royalties wasn't protected by the government of the United States. You see clearly that I have my copyrights in my social network that the world can see. And I show that the fact that straight out of P-Town slogan was mine before Dr. Dre even came out with it in the 2000s, making the movie straight out of Compton. <clears throat> he stole my slogan and my music because my slogan was copyrighted in 1996. Over 10, 11, 12, 15 years before he even came out with the movie. And the government is still allowing this atrocity as far as me being taken for my wealth. Because they're taking me for my wealth and they ran the national debt with my money, paying the national debt every year. You know they didn't have any money. How come they have money all of a sudden? They have my money in their hands. And if China is a has any decency about them in Beijing... They have nothing to lose now and everything to gain on telling the truth about America and clearing their name somewhat. Maybe they might have wanted to do better, but the Americans didn't want to do it that way. Say it. Clear yourself. It's time to come clean. Tell the truth about America. Bring them down because I'm not going to let this infrastructure live because this is the one that murdered my mother. You're not going to come back with this hunky-dory ass fucking prejudice ass shit with this goddamn Jim Crow in it. We're killing your Jim Crow, Hillary. Everywhere in the United States and the world, you tried to branch out into world having minorities be white to keep your white scary. You know your numbers wasn't that big to go out into the world and scare people? Your ass was a little bit of nothing, but you had to get the minorities to be white to persecute me and to go out into the world and persecute people that was against white America. Am I correct? I'm correct. We're going to destroy this infrastructure because we want a new one. We want the racist whiteies out of there. We want all those Klansmen like the Speaker of the House of the Republican Party, the Speaker of, Speaker of the House of the Democratic Party, you're all Klansmen in there. We want you whiteies out of there. We, we're not saying we don't want white in there. We want your whiteies out of there. We're not saying nothing about white people. We're saying something about racist white people. The minorities in there, like my sister, you know, the... Uh, Islamic sister, you know, the Muslim sister. Well, sisters, there's more than one. They can't get anything done without sexual favors in there. Those guys want sexual favors from these Muslim women that they hate. How could you want to lay down or have them do anything else when you say you hate black people? But you want to get the sexual healing like uh, Marvin Gaye from them. You always wanted to bang our women, even in the South. You know, you hated our black women, but when they get to maturity at 14, 15 years old and start getting good and developing, you're the first one to crack them between the legs. So you can't say you hate black. You love black. You just love fucking black and taking their money and fucking the black men. So you take the black man's money, strip him from his money, and his woman, she won't fight with him to get it back 
so she'll go to you to get it back. Then you exploit her with, okay, sexual favors. You gotta treat me like you treat Michael Dean. I'm Michael Dean now. That's the reason why the whites were in there walking around trying to be Michael Dean. They were in here being Michael Dean. See, I can't, you know, get a bit of privacy. Everybody got to be next to me on doing things. You know what I mean? But the thing about Michael Dean, in there, he was a white Caucasian. So he can't uh, say he's me because right there, it just kills anything. So he couldn't be me. So you know what he did? He started destroying my character, defamating it, saying filthy things about me. But, he was a fool. You know why he was foolish? Because he was in there saying he was Michael Dean. How could you say you're Michael Dean in here when you're in here destroying Michael Dean? So isn't that destroying you? You're stupid white boy. You can't even play that funky music right. You can't even do that right. You're in here destroying me, but you're in here at the same time saying you're me. So how could you come out of that clean? I'm out here showing everybody who I really am, the good guy. Just fighting for struggle, fighting for civil rights, keeping the black black, not trying to sell out. You're in there, got me white and got everybody else white. The whites in there, and the blacks in there white. You got to do all that to try to be me, to fuck me up. But at the same time, how can you get a good platform out of that, white boy? I have a good platform telling everybody about how you're stealing my identity with everybody. And saying that I'm doing a crummy thing to people and it's really you. You see what I'm saying? You got my girl in there, Gracie, all in trouble with the welfare because you encourage them to do what they do. And then you turn around and you put them up on charges saying that they did something wrong. But you're doing it yourself. I know for a fact that there's a brother in there doing it for years. Before this extortion even got out of control. But I went down there to try to get some welfare. And I barely got snaps or anything because I had a little pissy ass white boy that couldn't have been nothing but an itch in his daddy's pants when I was putting in work. Come and tell me that I can't get any welfare and I'm out here struggling. I don't give a fuck because this is social security snap shit that they give. This social security bullshit with the uh, SSI wasn't what I was supposed to get because, you know, Churkin and all, I mean, uh, I'm sorry, um, Pierce and all those people at that agency with Barb, they held my social security out so I would lose my quarters. We had a big discussion about it after the hearing and she said, so, oh, what are you saying that um, we did something wrong. You know what? I wasn't even thinking about that. But you know, but since you mentioned it, yeah, I was with my mother. You fucked me up on me getting my full benefits. And then when you did my interview just recently, you told me that I have to stay on SSI. I'm 62. I'm supposed to be retired and able to do get the money and be able to do what the fuck I want. You lied to me. I knew you were lying. You're an extortionist agent for the Social Security. And I caught you. You're busted. And this is a citizen's arrest on the Social Security and the government for all the atrocities and crime that it committed against me, including murdering my mother. This is a citizen's arrest. 
No one can extort this. I advise everybody else to make their own personal citizens arrests because they swindled you. They sold you me and it was the white boy here in Pittsburgh. Now, most people be ready to tear your fucking head off for giving them, giving them a switch bait and switch deception. You use me for the money fund, the funding and paying everybody, but you gave the credits to your white Michael Dean in there. Art Rooney, stay the fuck out of my money card. Dr. Dre, a money card, if you let them get any disclosure and get in there and start fucking with anything, my apps down to my apps. That's your ass, Walmart and Green Dot. We're not fucking around with you, man, because you'll have indictments all over your ass that you have already. Because you're in these extortion rings with Art Rooney and they have ledgers with everybody who extorts with him because they wouldn't be able to keep all that information in one little peanut that they have. So they have to put it down in books. Do you, we understand each other, Green Dot? No more games. No more games, Walmart. No more games, Money Card. Glennie Miller, Glennie Martin, I'm sorry. I know another girl named Miller, and it, it, gets, it gets confusing. But anyway, Glennie Martin, I didn't want her to go out like that. I wanted her to come to me and just come clean. But she always think, thought that she was nickel slick. And I was, you know, I was kind of disappointed in her when she didn't do the right thing. That's why when she always says, I'm hungry. Let's get something to eat. She, did, she doesn't mean me. She means her. That's the reason why I said, just give me a couple of chicken wings. Because I don't want to get a dinner. And she said, well, where's your part at? Well, I don't have any money. You have it. You, you know, she'll stun on you. Well, you know, you asked, you got to, you said, let's get something to eat. Okay, we're going Dutch now. You said, let's get something to eat. So you should be taking me to get something to eat because you owe me. Damn, I can't get a dinner out of your ass. At least I got one out of Miss Philpot. And she invited me to her house and gave it to me and let me wash my ass and lay down and rest and sleep. After we talked for hours and had a few drinks and, uh, you know, communicated and updated some things, no matter what her intentions were, because I know she had Barb, uh, uh, you know, that woman in there that was an extortionist for our, uh, Art Rooney. And she died, she, she uh, denied me um, uh, uh, dwellings in her place because of rental discrimination. And the reasons was because of she said that one, the finances, I'm social security. Everybody in the fucking place is on social security and welfare, bitch. I know for somebody for a fact. She's on social security. So you, you denied me for that? That was discrimination. And then you denied me and said that I have a, a criminal background, didn't come back. That's bullshit too, because mostly everybody in there are fucking thugs doing extortion with you. So bitch, quit lying. That's why I put you on blast with my podcast and I'm keeping you on blast because you're Art Rooney. Well, you're one of Art Rooney's hoes. You're an old one, but you're one of his hoes. So don't play with me, old bird, because I will definitely pluck your fucking wings. You can't fly anyway. These people, these white people are discriminating you know, that's the towers, the Britain Towers and Braddock Hills, Britain Manor. And then 
Brandywine, you called Faye, and I know that I didn't get a favorable from them because they didn't want me to leave and go get a place. They were hating. But I still was trying to help Faye. You know, because she, what the, you know what Faye's problem is? Her problem is defending kids that are bad as fuck. Pap used to tell her about that. Oh, don't leave them children alone. They ain't doing nothing. Let me tell you something. If you would have listened to Pap, you would have had those liens paid because as much as money as those kids make, on top of what you were putting on the lien, they could have all gave you $100 a month to put on the lien and you would have had that lien paid off. But you kept defending those children when Pat was trying to tell you to make those kids pay more on this lien. Them kids don't got no money. Yes, they do. They just squandered it and they, and they squander it in what they want to get. And you let them. You let them get you in that situation by you not putting your foot down on their ass. Listen. From the disrespect that Ron did me and assaulted me like he did, that shows you they had no disrespect for you or anybody elder. They don't respect you because I've seen you have to battle with all of them when you got fed up. Now, you will fight when you get mad. That's one thing I will do and I gets out the way because I don't want to be in family issues that's not really mine because I'm not considered family. I'm just there temporarily trying to get through a situation that you all put me in with these crackers. But at the same time, I'm trying to save you from going through the heartache that my mother went through. I knew they were going to do that to you. And all I was trying to do was keep you the place because as long as I stayed in there, they couldn't put you out. That's why I was trying to tell Tony, but she was too busy down the street fucking with Hank every day, snitching and shit. You know what I'm saying? I don't give a fuck now. You know what I'm saying? Because you lied on me in there. You defamated my character and said that I was doing things that I weren't just to get what you wanted every night so you can be having your comfort. And Ron made some very mistakes, very big mistakes, bringing things to his grandmother's door. And going out and fucking with the city people? Who does that, Ron? You shouldn't have never did that. Those dudes are undercover people. They're always for the city, man. That's how the cops use people. Back in the day, I'll tell you a story. Back in the day in Wilkinsburg, there was a place called uh, Hunter Park. It was infested with crack sales you know how the authorities got them they used the Warner Cable trucks utility trucks with Duquesne light and all that and they went back up in those little cracks and crevices and they act like they was working but they watched them and they gathered evidence from them for months and years and they all wondered how did they find out well, look at the cable truck sitting over there all day watching you. Why would you go to the city and do business? City workers. You have to be smarter than that when you think that you know. That's what my, that you say that people say you're stupid, your girlfriend or whatever. I never said you were stupid. I think you're smart. 
but you might get stupid at times when it comes to business. You see, but you saw that your uncle and you busted my nose and busted a vessel in my eye and made it bleed for day, for weeks. And I didn't assault you because the simple fact is I know you wanted to have an assault charge from me so you can sue me whenever I got this money. And you would have a reason to extort me. Oh, you hurt Ron. But what about how Ron hurt me? And Tony said, and I'm talking about put my mother's chair down. This old ass chair, I'm ready to bash him in his fucking head with it. He's beat me with a fucking walking tall stick. Punk motherfucker. And you talking about me? Shut your goddamn ass up! And you let Andre come in here and start this shit in your house and you lost out on everything because of Andre. Not me. And your nephew. And you not doing a damn thing about it. And snitching with Hank. You love Hank. You watch that shit every day. I don't... For you to have a son in jail and a son possibly going to jail and nephews and shit like that, why do you watch Hank, the dirty cop, every fucking day? Every day! You won't miss an episode! That's let me knew right there you was a snitch. No, you burnt me, I'm burning you with the truth. Quit perpetrating the fraud in there acting like you ain't doing shit and you trying to roast me. I'm not worried about nothing. The reason why I said Ron was dead, his activity is dead. You won't, you didn't get any more play after that, did you? Everything went bad for you, didn't it? Pooh knew the truth. I told Pooh that. But Pooh still felt that he didn't want me to have it. But Drew wanted to get it and say he'll take care of you because he's dealing with Deja. He don't give a fuck. She is his extortionist black girlfriend. He has white ones with kids. She's nothing special but the fact of being able to be my niece so she can he can extort me. He's been extorting me for years, him and his family. Beautiful child, though. I love little Ava. The thing about it is, they didn't love me. I tried to love you, but you didn't love me. That's why I have to move on from that. But I tell Faye, even now, if they send you any extortionist type letters from the common pleas, ignore the bitches. Because it's still my house. <clears throat> and as long as you say that, they can't do a damn thing now because I got them ruined now. And if they send you anything through the mail saying you owe them, Take it to the postmaster general and say this is postal fraud because your your husband's son owns this property because your husband took out liens using his money with his royalties and his music. That's helping me out, but it's helping you out too. You see what I'm saying, Fei-Fei? I'm trying to help you from a distance. And I know if you hook up with Judy, Judy knows the truth and she will get this, thing, this shit straight on you being able to get back into your house or keep your keep the house because I own it. And I own hers too because you all took liens out of it, Mark. All of y'all. You have to deal with me. Those houses, that property is coming to me. So you have to get with me to settle up on those things. I'm not trying to throw anybody out the house. They are. The common pleas is. Because they want the property, property for extortionist rent. That's how they get their 
uh, extortion and rent because they go to your creditors and they tell them they've been paying for this on this too long. They haven't really paid you off. Uh, just, you know, give it to us an extortion and we'll pay you. They, what they do is pay them off and extortion and they get the properties to extort you. So Faye, Judy, when they send you letters in the mail saying you owe the city, you don't owe them shit. You owe me. And you tell them that. Because the simple fact is you all took liens out on your property to get money to fix on your, and renovate your houses, but you used my extortion and my music to do so. That was a good thing you did that. It was a bad thing for me because now everything comes back to me, the property, and everything they owe monetary-wise. So therefore, you're safe because I don't want your property, Judy. I don't want, I got so many, I got so much stuff coming back to me. What I want you to do. Now, Fei Fei, I, I, I won't be charging her. Just pay me the rent. I'm not trying to kick you out the house. You can keep the house, but just pay me what you owe me because you owe me a lot of money. And until you pay me off, you have to pay me. And then for those years that you had those liens, once you pay me off, I cut you loose. I don't want your property, they do. They want to put you out and make your houses extortionist rent houses. So you tell them, the Postmaster General, when they send you letters in the mail threatening, you call the Postmaster General and says, and say that, they, that the uh, common pleas downtown, the courts is committing postal fraud. They're sending me and soliciting me with, with money, at, asking me for money that I'm, I'm supposed to give them that they don't supposed to get. I'm supposed to give it to the person who we took the money out on the liens on the house on, and that's Michael Dean's money and his royalties. Then they will understand because they know. Because they know about my mother's situation. So that's your way to fight, Judy. And try to stall them as much as you can from throwing you out your house. Because they can't. They, the property goes to me. How can they supersede me or go past me on anything? They're not even supposed to be in this fight. Just like Joe Smalls owned the property. Well, he didn't own the property. I did, but he used my money and royalties to buy all the properties he has worldwide. So he he don't own anything. They, you know, they extorted him to get the properties to say they can, that I can't take it from them, but it still comes back to me. So you're safe if you listen to me. Tony doesn't know shit. Ron doesn't know shit. Quit listening to them. Pooh knows more than they do. Don't listen to Deja. Don't listen to uh, Drew. None of that. Listen to me. Every time you didn't, it went wrong, right? Listen to me for one time. It'll go right. That's all I'm saying. That's what I was trying to say when I was over there. And as well as Missy's house, her mother, if they took liens out on the house, in my name on extortion, then, you know, it pretty much the property goes to me. I don't want the woman's property. I just want you to pay me back what you owe me. And if you're paying the rent or paying on some type of lien, then that money goes to me. And when you pay up your lien that you've borrowed, you've borrowed on, when you pay it up, whatever, you know, it's costing with interest and whatever with me and pay it up. That's your house. I don't want your house. Don't listen to anybody. Listen to me. 
try to keep enlightenment in your mind and try to think clearly, because if you listen to those extortioners, you will be led wrong.